forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fun, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey, it's Kat and Pat. And welcome to Seek Treatment, treatment. a podcast about, about boys, sex, sex, fucking, dating, and, and love. Okay, what? A southern accent's funny? No, a southern accent's funny because you know where I'm from. Yeah. I'm a Texas girl. I, know I speak you are. like this. Oh my God. All right. No, what if I was just like, no, but seriously, like, what if like I was the exact same? But I spoke like this. Like, I would already have a TV show because I'd be like, she's got something special. <laughs> yeah, you would. You, you, I'd be like, oh, I feel no. like I, I feel like Southern accents in general are so 90s. Like, you go to the South, they don't yeah, have it anymore. They really don't it's have like, it anymore. Was that fake all the whole time? It's sort of what everyone was faking the whole time. What the fuck? I know. In my mind, my mom has a Southern accent, but when she speaks, she doesn't. My mom has a Long Island accent. Seltzer. Can you get me a Seltzer? Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's also kind of 90s. Yeah. To be like, coffee. My mom is 90s. My mom is a total 90s queen. Your mom is a <laughs> 90s kid. <laughs> Born in what? The 60s? Let me guess. I feel comfortable at this point going absolutely off on how bad of a mood I'm in. You know it's what happened? It's terrible. You know what's so funny? Last night, I was in a good mood. Then you texted me saying, I'm breaking records for how bad of a mood I'm in. All of a sudden, I'm so empathetic. I was in the worst mood of my damn life. <laughs> I was furious to be alive for one yeah definitely furious to be performing yeah I, i'm in a place where i get to shows often even mm-hmm. and it is i get there it's an america's most wanted list mm-hmm. of, of people i don't want to talk to and they're actually pouncing on an opportunity to, tr- to try to have a really long and i can't i think it's because i think it's because i feel like i'm starting to feel resentful of doing shows when it's like mm-hmm. I, I would rather be not here and now i'm like i don't want i certainly don't want to talk to you no sir I'm a me- or and so, ma'am and then i see myself being actually a bitch and i'm like i can't stop i was like i literally i touched you i was like being truly mm-hmm. such a bitch <laughs> to some of the kindest people in the world as in treating dear friends like they're lepers i but, like to zoom out you know i like to have an out-of-body experience and watch myself sort of being evil i know and yet i'm powerless to change it um so anyway then like what happened then last night yeah, eventually I was in a good mood, but in the beginning I was just like, no. It's hard to be nice. I've just been in a bad mood for like a month because of, I don't know what's going on. I think I'm just like, I don't like spring. I don't like my body. Okay. And I don't like but, my life. But, what? What? But. I love your shirt! <laughs> <laughs> ah! I got an amazing shirt. She looks totally snart. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't have a lot of energy because I'm saying it with me hungover because I insist on, I absolutely insist on having three cocktails every single night. And I'm at a place in my life where I think maybe it's time to stop. You should. How do I stop? There's, there's, there's a way. There's a way. But I don't want that. I don't want that to be my whole life. Yeah. Well, it does suck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe I'll just try like to stop. Yeah. <laughs> not forever. Well, I don't want to. I, I really don't want to not drink forever. I just need to not do it every night. Yeah. Which um, you'd think would not be hard, and yet in this town, okay. everyone in this town every day, every yeah. day gives me free drinks every day in this town. I am. They, people, people. Okay. Put it mm-hmm. People literally mm-hmm. will listen to. People will. De- mm-hmm. Instant message me. DM. Instant. And they will <laughs> tell me that they love the pot. They listen yeah. to the pot every day, yeah. and they were like, "Can I buy you a drink?" And it's like. Mm-hmm. 
sure, I relapsed. Really, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> relapsed over a DM. My, that's beautiful. That's my kind of movie I'm working on. The good thing I've been doing in my life, though, and you'd be proud of me, is that I've been, um, I deleted all the food delivery apps off my phone. Wow. And now I've been cooking my groceries and only eating um, mostly at home. I tried to buy groceries and ended mm-hmm. up buying cold cuts, which I love. That's acceptable. I'm an absolute cold cut queen. You know what I'm a queen of? I'm a queen of like a roll up. Yeah. Oh, my mom was totally. addicted to roll up. I mean, as someone who's kind of an alum of keto, roll ups no, so were my entire look life. Look at me. Look at me. 15 years old, I'm on the South Beach diet. Oh I'm God. the new girl at my high school. I'm the new girl at my high school. All I talk about is South Beach. <laughs> I'm what, 14 years old? I just started my period. I'm like, let's cut out bread and sugar. What is South Beach? South Beach is, is no bread, no sugar. Ultimate, the ultimate. I see everything is no bread, no sugar. I know, but they call it names. South Beach is a funny name. Yeah, it's like, it makes me think of a um, Malibu. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. I, I'm I'm almost never. So I was new at my high school. I'm showing up with tubs of tuna and like vinegar. Oh and I'm like, God. I'm a South Beach girl. That was like me when I was on keto. That chapter of my life, I was a temp gay receptionist for a commercial realty firm. Uh-huh. Always at the desk, always with boiled eggs. I remember this girl once that- goes... Oh, I was like telling her about how I was 14 years old and on the South Beach diet, <laughs> which is a cool sort of place. I was at basketball practice, 14 years old on the South Beach diet. And she goes, I love you as a baller. I know. I love being a baller. Do you know what I know a story Wait, about? Hey, we're doing it. We're doing a sidebar. No, we're doing a sidebar, but I we're know. doing gays and their gal pals. No, you know what we need? Wait, wait, whoa. What did I just say? You know what we need? And maybe those who are patrons, because guess what? We, we have a okay, patron Okay, yeah. I've announced on top. You really need to do our patron. If you're sick of this bullshit where we do three parts, we have news. So are we. Yeah, we don't like it. And so you can get the full episode in one chunk to use kind of gross words. Our hands are tied. Chunk us. Uh, chunk us. <laughs> chunk us silly. No, I think I know. I know there's upwards of 7,000 people who listen to this podcast who are professional event planners. Yeah. And I want one of you guys to step forward Even and also, come plan the gays and their girls basketball I think it would be us. cool to have a team of 7,000 event planners kind of all come together <laughs> yeah. in, in the Javits Center and plan uh, this event together. At my wedding, there's going to be more planners than guests. And it will be too many cooks <laughs> is actually a good thing because oh, it will be an amazing fucking event. It's gonna be an amazing meal. Um, an amazing. Sometimes when there's too many cooks, you get a lot of food. Now we had an ami- we shared a meal that was definitely interesting. Because what we did was after shooting a project. We oh, we a made a really little, interesting choice. Yeah, we made a actually. <laughs> we tried to act like it was an accident, but it was we, on purpose. No, I looked it up. I know we went. To, I looked. We, what we did? What was, we did was this. we went to meatball shop for lunch. For lunch, even honey, we had hot, piping hot bowls of pasta and balls. And if you think this was like a two p.m. lunch, you actually no. be wrong. This was like you were flirting with like eleven. It was what I call a school lunch, which <laughs> is when you eat lunch at ten forty-five a.m. and you're like, "This is okay." <laughs> we had a school lunch at meatball shop. At meatball shop in the, it, on the Lower East Side. At, even. At first, it's kind of like, I guess we can go to a meatball shop. Like, I guess if we don't see anything else on the way. Then we saw like eight amazing places like walked in, so loved the menu. We're like, let's just go to a meatball shop. We loved the menu. <laughs> we loved the menu. It was like crispy rice quinoa puff bowl. And I was like, I really need a meatball. But then we had like an interesting sort of legendary exchange with, with the server. The server. Okay, so first he comes over and presents And Pat, I, you were rude to him. No, I knew you thought that. I was embarrassed. No, I, you were not. <laughs> I'm a queen to, to wait staff. There was a moment, but it no, was, it was, he, he was rude in, to you too. I'm not saying he was rude, and then I was like, okay, we can do this if that's something you're interested in. This it's, comedian, should we, should we do a, a, <laughs> this comedian absolutely eviscerates weight staff. Um, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's do a one act of what happened. I'll, I'll be the okay, guy. L- let me just like check in and try to remember what exactly. I know, I know, do you remember his actions that day? <laughs> <laughs> Show me on the doll. <laughs> I don't remember his actions that day. Um, <laughs> I'm adding on. I'm adding on. I don't remember. Oh, we also did an interesting move. <laughs> sort of after lunch, we did walk around the park. Park, Washington Square Park, where we did sort of 
allegedly me. <laughs> and we sort of, in 2019, decided to unwrap whether or not Adnan did it. Ultimately, um, kind of came to the consensus that we didn't really care. When I was a 22-year-old SAT tutor driving upstate alone on Sunday mornings, that's when I would listen to Serial. When I listened to Serial, it was actually an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, me and actually Mike Hilton, who was previous guest on the pod. Yeah. Yeah, we, we did. We we went to Bonnaroo one year to do producing work. We were producing. That's wrong place. I know, wrong place, wrong time, wrong people. I'm picturing you like. In, I'm picturing you like with a briefcase at Bonnaroo, like. Ah! <laughs> no, it was us like going around like doing interviews. we like, do you love festivals and like mm. holding. But um, but I can't believe you went to Bonnaroo. I know Mike Hilton started hating. Have I told the story in the pod when no. I when I had a near death experience at Bonnaroo? No. Okay. Well, get ready to sob. Your tears. Okay. So this is what happened. So as as people who are like connected with the festival, we can go into what was called artist catering tent. That was like really good food. And every night they would have two stations. They would have. Can a I share that as someone who's actually been to the Bonnaroo Artist Catering Tent, the food is not good. But for me, it was good. Okay. And so and 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 good is subjective. And totally. Food is subjective, and we all experience each food differently. Mm-hmm. And that's philosophy. That's philosophy. (laughs) That's philosophy, honey. (laughs) And um, philosophy. So there's a buffet, and there's what they call a live action station. Okay, (laughs) that makes any sense at all. And by this point, Mm. Mike started the week hating Bonnaroo. By the end, was an absolute Bonnaroo queen. Bought an enormous cowboy hat there, and was just walking around this huge cowboy hat. It isn't right. (laughs) It isn't right. It isn't right. So we go in. Take some food. Now that it was the buffet was kind of like Asian fusion, if that makes any sense to you. And no, the, I don't know what you're talking down to me. The live action station is pasta. Oh, I love when there's a pasta bar. Oh, wait, we were doing <laughs> last episode. The bars. We have a bars. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I, I, but this is live action. There's like a chef behind the thing who's like, you know, the way they, the way those boys, the way way those boys flip the omelets. I've never seen anything like it. I have to say they're, they're making too much work for themselves. I'm like, okay, you're just making, I'm going to still be making pasta. They have like tongs. They're, they're swirling the pasta around. I I was like, you you actually don't need to do that. (laughs) I I appreciate the effort. I think it's cool. At some point you're just trying to be impressive. I know. And I understand like you probably went to culinary school and now you're like at the bottom of the catering (laughs) some live action station making fettuccine Alfredo for me, one of the stupidest bitches (laughs) in America and and his friend in a cowboy hat. It's like, yeah, you're going to try to twist the pasta the tongue. <laughs> Did you have to feel okay about your choices? If you twist the pasta with a tongue, <laughs> see that's philosophy. That's philosophy. Okay, there was an omelet bar at my college dining hall, Rocky Dining Hall. Shout out! Oh God, oh and there would, God, be, there, would be an, there would be an omelet bar on weekends, and the, for some reason, there was always a really long line, and the only people in the line were always say it with me. Jane Eyre girls. Now, what a Jane Eyre girl is. A Jane Eyre girl is someone who is an English major in a light blue hoodie <laughs> who has um, hair that you would never know what color it is. You, yes, you, yes. It's like, it's like I would say it's blonde, and then she'd be like, it's obviously brown. And I'm like, no. And then she'd be like, I'm reading Jane Eyre. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I am actually. And those, are, those were the girls that, that populated the line of the Rocky Dining Hall omelet weekend station. I feel like Katie Ruth Ashcraft is someone in my life who's a Jane Eyre girl. No, I wouldn't say she is. I once read all of Jane Eyre in like one sitting on She's Adderall. a pottery. She's a pottery, yeah. I um, She's a, she's a, she's actually what I would call an <laughs> I mean this is a compliment. She has the energy of like a hot like farmer's wife. Totally. It's like the kind who would like 
I don't know. Sounds psycho. I've only met one other in my life. It was Katie Ruth, and it was this girl named I want to say like Wendy, but it wasn't that. Yeah. And she it she looks like she would like really easily bear like beautiful children. You know what I think about just in the way that she is, and the way like she's always sun kissed and like maybe like a little flush, and she's like sun she would bear children. So hot, you wanna fuck us? What's that? California girls, but make it fashion. Oh, <laughs> sun kissed skin. Sin so, so hot, hot, you wanna, wanna fuck us? I like, sang too much last night. But wait, that made me think of something. Oh, you know what? By I saying, I mean drink. Do you know what I think about? Imagine if you were Wendy yeah. of Wendy's fame and your dad like made this like kind of like trash food establishment mm-hmm. and like you were the face of it and he like made you. Right. Why isn't Wendy the original person's daughter? Or did I totally make that up as like a dumb fat kid? I just think you're right. Okay. Yeah. And I won't. And um, I think it's so fun now how you can go. There's a Wendy's in Midtown that I went to. Which one? Can I ask? Um, Is that near the No. By Midtown I mean almost Columbus Circle. Me and Columbus Circle do not mix. Oh, see, I love that no. area, but it reminds me of lover, my former lovers. You won't. You, it reminds me of a job I once had. I um, you won't count, found me. You won't found me caught dead in Columbus Circle at this point in my life. I'm. I would say I. I feel comfortable saying I probably never will be in Columbus Circle again for the rest of my life. I. That was twenty four to me. I no, feel really. 26. I feel really that safe. Twenty five. Okay. When I was. 20, Are you done? When I was twenty five, I was. The Columbus Circle was my home. Yeah. Where's your home now? Now my home is like um, Barclays. My home, my home is like kind of Barclays. It's also kind of like Tribeca. Tribeca. I'm oh, always right. in like West Village, Tribeca. Wait, where's my home? Your home is like um, my home's like Flatiron. Weirdly, is it? I I'm hate. always like I'm all. Here's where I always am. Yeah, I'm always at like 28th and Broadway. I'm but I'm Ace Hotel. My home's Ace Hotel. I hate. I'm always there. There was a, Ace Hotel is something that comes in and out of my life. No, I know. For like two weeks at a time, it's a huge character. Remember we tried to have fun on New Year's and yeah. then I puked? But then did kind of have fun. We did have fun, but then I did puke and then my phone was you, shattered. You got really drunk, but you were somehow like the least drunk person that we were with besides me. That's terrifying. <laughs> um, and, um, <laughs> but, um, but what was I going to say? Ace Hotel sometimes is the fifth lady of my life. Yeah. And then sometimes it's <laughs> not lady. involved at all. But, um, but okay, so. Sort of uh, take it back to the pasta bar at Bonnaroo. Yeah, sort of take it back The there. live, what, were you, what were you've called live they action. They were calling it the live action No, they station, were. Because that meant there was a chef who was twisting with the tongs. It w- I oh. love when a chef twists with tongs. <laughs> Why can't I speak today? Because I kill, I kill my brain cells with alcohol every night by choice. So I end up going, so I make the decision, the kind of brave decision, because I was absolutely plastered because we got free, okay, we got free drinks that whole weekend. What I wouldn't get. I absolutely refused to go out into the field unless I was seven deep in, in this, uh, in this invention I made of like one of those yellow Red Bulls, you know what I mean? When they came out, it was right when those came out. You know, they, they had blue, when I was there, they, they made me blueberry Red Bull drinks. I was having the yellow one with tequila. I, I was that. having a million a second. And so I go to... Do you know, actually, do you know what I was having? Just really quickly, sidebar. There was this guy who was like our guide when we were there. And he was so sweet. And he well, was like... a guide. It's asexual to me. It, it is. No, it was asexual. Tour, was like, college tour guides are asexual. Oh my God. College tour guides. It's like, why are you regressing? It's like, just be in college. Stop <laughs> yeah. trying to like connect with these high schoolers. They're looking for something. They're really trying to prove themselves in a way that it's that... Wait, the college tour guide like group in my college, like it was like... <laughs> Like people will be like excited to get in, yeah, and they're like too. celebrating. Me I'm too. Like, and what are you celebrating? And they somehow like successfully created this power dynamic for us. Like, I hope they like me. I was like, why do I care? The tour guides like me. No, the tour guides are like they're they're close to junior girls. Yeah, totally. They love. The, I mean, I, I think that there can be an, an intersectionality there where I think junior girls can actually be tour guides. Yeah, yeah, but they're usually a little quiet. 
Yeah, but some you would, it would surprise you. Tour guides are the kind of people, college tour guides are the kind of people who they're silent, and then when they're on the tour, they're like stand-up comedians, and mm. they're screaming. And they're also the kind of people who you meet them in the first, like, you meet them like at orientation, they're mm-hmm. the ones like on stage, like the, yeah. the magician calls them up, and they're like yeah. on stage, and then you get there, and you're like, oh wait, you're, and you think they're going to be the funnest people in your grade, and then they're like obsessed with like doing well in school, and it's like, <laughs> in okay, your grade. you were on stage with a magician at orientation, honey, I thought you were oh like a God. wild freak. What I wouldn't give to harness the pure sexual energy that I was emitting the second I stepped on campus. When I went to orientation, <clears throat> biggest bitch on campus, because I was like, I'm not going to remember any of you in September, it was like mm-hmm. July, I was like, I'm not ma- I'm not here to make friends, like, yeah. I hate that when you have to go and like sleep in a dorm that's not even yours yet, and it's like. We didn't have that. We had that. <laughs> Anyways, you're at the live action bar. And I like, oh, tell us about the buffet. I think so. Oh, wait, yeah. It was a, he was like, do you want blueberry Red Bull with regular vodka or blueberry vodka with regular Red Bull? And it turns out, and no one knew, saw this coming, but it actually was the blueberry vodka with the regular Red Bull that made the sweetest taste <laughs> for my mouth. <laughs> and then a woman named Chantal gave me mushrooms. Ooh. And I sort of had a bite. Oh, I don't like mushrooms. I don't know if I do. I didn't have enough. Um, I always think I didn't have enough. I, um, so then I... I didn't have enough. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a little bit, not enough. You're furious at me, No, I'm literally, I I can't express to you how little I care I'm moving slowly right now. So, I take some Asian food from the Asian Fusion buffet. And I'm like, you know what? I'm also going to get um, pasta. And I'm, since I'm drunk, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on a cream-based sauce. And we're talking oh, about and, yeah. and we're talking about Alfredo at that point in time. That is the only time I've ever had Alfredo sauce is a Lean Cuisine microwaveable meal. To have Alfredo in the dead heat of a, a heavy Psychotic. Tennessee <laughs> summer is one of the saddest things you could actually do. It's not even Tennessee. It's like it's so deep within Tennessee that it's like its own barren wasteland. I can't, of- yeah. I, I can't think about Tennessee without thinking about M- Macy Bookout. Who's that? Teen Mom OG. Okay. Um, so, um, Chattanooga she's from. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, People don't know this. I have family in Tennessee. I would assume that. The kind of family that if I saw them on the street, I would never know it was them. <laughs> and my mom would be like, that's, you're being really rude. And I'd be like, I don't know them. <laughs> you know, my mom does this thing when I'm at a big family party where she'll be like... She's like, remember, we're going to go in. You're going to say hi <laughs> to Antonise. Okay, you go over. You say hi to Antonise. Yeah. She gives me and all my brothers this, this, like, this, like, game talk. Yeah, yeah. I go in and I go over and make a very nice, lovely conversation with Denise, with Antonise. She comes back and she's like, Patrick, you say hi to Antonise? I'm like, yeah. And she doesn't believe me. And she comes over and she's like, Patrick, say hi to Antonise. And then Antonise can obviously tell that I've been, like, forced to say hi. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you're actually ruining her whole yeah. evening. But, um, when am I going to come to a family event? I know this summer. I really want to. You will come to the Smiths um, summer parties. This my, one of my families. The Smiths have a trilogy of summer parties because there's three kids and their birthdays. Trilogy. Are, <laughs> and their birthdays are three in the summer. I love and that. And what we do is we actually play upwards of twenty five person knockout. And oh, I love that. When I say that, it's thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't do it justice. Yeah. Um, wait, did I ever talk about when we wanted coaches knockout to have him at basketball camp? What? When we were little, we went to this basketball camp called Back to Basics. Uh-huh. And, um, like the As though, where had you been? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Sometimes after lunch, this guy, Sean, who would who was probably eight to nine feet tall, yeah. who was the head of the camp, he would be like, two claps, two claps, and get everyone's attention. And sometimes they would do a thing called Coaches Knockout, where all the coaches played knockout against each other. And 
it was like crack <laughs> cocaine. I mean, it was you when they were gonna play coaches knockout. It, people would be go crazy, and if they wouldn't, if, if they're like, we're not doing coaches knockout today. People would absolutely lose their fucking yes. mind. Kids would be crying. Like, yeah, I'll play. And then they make like, fine, we'll play coaches knockout. I mean, my brothers always do this bit where it's just like it was like ancient. It was like people with like big chicken legs. Like, ah, <laughs> it was like crazy. But anyways. Oh, yeah, I had a good um, basketball story. The first ever time we had an away game in seventh grade. I love an away game. And I haven't talked about this. It was my first away game ever in any sport. And I was at the my, my school locker room, and I had my uniform on. It was red. We were, the, uh, we were the Raiders, red and white. I was in the silky, big, big mesh shorts, silky sort of red tunic. I, looked inc- I was drowning in it. Mm-hmm. They're like, Catherine, we're leaving. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pee really quick. No. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I said, I slide down my shorts and I pee really, really quickly. I look down. I peed so quickly that I peed so hard. <laughs> it's gone over the toilet bowl. <laughs> and it's just like directly sprayed the back of my shorts, <laughs> my uniform shorts. <laughs> it showed up in such a way that was like, it was just like splatter paint. So I was like, oh my God, like I have an away game. Like, what am I going to do? Like, this is my uniform. There's piss all over my shorts. Oh, no. So I pulled them up. And what I did was I went to the sink and I just got water all over my butt. Because it's on my butt. Because, you know, it's like in front of me. And I was just like, I spilled. And then I just like spent the next six hours covered in piss shorts oh, at the away game. And then I'm sure we went to Skeeter's afterwards. Shout out to Skeeter's. What's that? It was an amazing restaurant near my house where everyone would go after games. All right, so I, <laughs> I take some Asian fusion food from the buffet. Yeah, um, there's some even there's some even there's some even Asian broccoli. You know when it's soggy, and, yeah. th- and that kind of makes it Asian. And so <laughs> <laughs> I take that, load it up even, and I'm like, you, you know, know what I'm done with? What broccoli rob? Uh, Let it go. I don't know. But... See Truman, if you like broccoli, it's it's broccoli that tastes bad. Go yeah, on. that sounds terrible. So you take some Asian broccoli. Um. Like Patrick, you really do have enough food here. Maybe we can skip the live action <laughs> station today. But I'm a fucking basic bitch who loves her some fettuccine Alfredo. Mm-hmm. So I go to live action. I say to the chef, I would like fettuccine Alfredo. But I'm actually so hungry. So he starts making it. He starts making it. He starts making it. Tongs twisting, tongs mm-hmm. twisting. And I can't wait another second. I take no. one of the Asian broccolis and I'm like, let me just have one of these. I, slide, I eat it in my mouth. It slides down and then no. lodges. <laughs> and yeah. I am like, oh my god! I, you know, because it's like it's like it wouldn't go down. Yeah, and I have like literally five or six like attempts at breath, and I'm not getting any air, and I'm like freaking out. I'm like, no, dying. And then I'm like, it literally just feels like when you're like underwater, like I have to come up for air or I'll die. And I was like, oh my god! But but then I'm like I couldn't breathe, and then I like so I just Mike said it was, I just was bright red. I ran over to the water and grabbed the water and like put tried to pull water down, but it just like came back up and I couldn't oh breathe my still. God. And I was like, and then Mike said I just wrapped him like almost purple like smacking myself in the head like smacking. oh my god so then mike we're in the artist catering mike this literally eight foot tall extremely gay man in an enormous cowboy hat <laughs> spins me around i was like who you're, you're describing mike <laughs> mike gilton <laughs> so uh, spins me around starts heimlicking me he doesn't know how to hide he, no. he starts heimlicking me in this way where it's like oh, you saw a tv show or something yeah. and he's just like screaming like ah! 
Ah! <laughs> and I'll be in the middle. Everyone's looking at us. No one is helping. It's like that story of when that woman died in New York and Kitty. no one cared. And that Kitty. was that was my Bonnaroo. And no, no one cares. Mike, I'm just, I'm just getting absolutely slammed by Mike's hands. And then I thought I was going to die. And because I was like, Mike doesn't know the Heimlich. And then I'm like, so glad you didn't die at Bonnaroo it, from it, choking on broccoli. It ultimately went down, not up. So I don't even think Mike affected me, but he identifies as having saved my life at Bonnaroo. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. One of my main Bonnaroo experiences was having a pretzel that was actually stuffed with um, pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. And once again, my other Bonnaroo experience was doing poppers at the M&M show. There's certain people who are soft, soft pretzel families. And there's certain, oh, families where, my God. there's certain families where soft pretzels are a huge part of their lives. Where they'll show up places with these like cardboard boxes yeah. filled with these pretzels that are all connected to each other. You, you don't understand how big a role soft pretzels are you like, a soft pretzel family? My dad is addicted to soft pretzels. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, like, just get a pretzel. <laughs> I'm not that. I don't like them either. I like them. Okay. If they're piping, <laughs> if they're piping hot and there's dip, yeah. a dipping sauce. Like a fun artisanal, like something. If not- there's a, see, I, I like anything that you can dip um, into mustard. Like, I really love mustard. Yeah, I'm fine with mustard. And I know I really, really love mustard. <laughs> and one of the greatest things to dunk mustard, well, it's hard. It's like, what my, my mind says, why would I have a pretzel when I could have a hot dog? Oh, fuck. I love hot dogs. No, you need to get over hot dogs. Did I tell you about hot I'm dog not. bar? There was hot dog bar at my college. Yeah, that sounds incredible. It was gross. Okay, I'm obsessed with, say it with me, James Coney Island. Do you have James Coney Island? I don't know what you're talking about. James Coney Island. Oh, my God. The chili cheese dogs from James Coney Island. Because it's more than cheese. It's more than, it's like a cheese sauce. <laughs> But that's gross. So, no, it's that, I, you know, but the one I like is nachos. Yeah, I like nachos too. <laughs> well, I feel so boring today. I know, but but whatever, we don't care. I Are don't we gonna, care. I wonder if we'll write after this. I wonder what we'll do. I kind of in a place. I'm in a place where I don't have anything. I need. I feel like what have we even like? We I, haven't. I, yesterday when I Facetimed you when you didn't answer. Well, because sometimes you'll make the interesting choice to Facetime me when you actually know. That I know. I, I know, but I needed to. Yeah. But I am. Um, I needed. To, I felt like I. I was literally like, oh my god, it's been so long since I seen Pat, but it had actually been less than a day because our meatball shop day was. Oh right, so the meatball guy. You know what? What happened was you. Oh said, yeah, we should do this uh, live reenactment. The, the, yeah, the one, the one act play. <laughs> you were like, so we sit down. We're like in a good mood. I mean, it's about twelve noon, and we're, we're in a really good shop. mood. Yeah. And I'm like, I know what happened. Okay, so I'm looking at. Oh no, okay. So I'm looking at the menu, and I'm like, you be you, I'll be him. Okay, let me think. And I'm like, hey, yeah. So I'll get one of these make it a bowls, mm-hmm. and I'll have um. Pesto, can you get two sauces or is it just one? I don't well, know. they can't mix it up, but you can get the other sauce on the side. Okay, that's fine. I'll just do pesto. No, you then you said, does that cost money? Oh, yeah. Does that I cost I think money? that's where you lost him. It's like, okay, well. And he goes, yeah, like a dollar. Okay, sorry, I'm an artist. That, no, like, I know. Can't just, like, so let's get the play right. Sorry that I'm not like in finance. I can just like not worry about if the sauce is money. Lights, camera, action. Hey, um, okay, so I'm going to make it a bowl. and um, Totally. I'll do now. Do we choose one of these sauces, or can you do? Do you like split it up? Is that something people do here? So we can't mix two sauces in the bowl, but if you want to get a second sauce on the side, we can totally make that happen for you, dude. Okay, does that cost money? Yeah, like a dollar. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to get the pesto sauce. Okay, and so what makes it a bowl actually? That that is, is where that, I lost I, it. Don't interrupt the play. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, so what makes it a bowl actually is that you're gonna pick two sides to go underneath that. Yeah, I understand that. I'm going to. I know. Then you said, Pat goes, 
I understand that. <laughs> because so, you skipped a chapter of the play. What? And yeah, plays have chapters. Yeah. Sorry, they're literature. Have you ever heard yeah. of plays being literature before? Yeah, wake up. <laughs> um, wake up because you're asleep. <laughs> okay. And you're dreaming um, of a world that doesn't exist <laughs> in which plays don't, don't have, have cha- chapters. chapters. <laughs> There's a chapter of this play. Yeah. This is such true. How This is such this true. This is such true. Wait, what did you say about else? Yeah, that was so funny. Oh, my wait, God. Oh, my God. We have to address the other. Wait, wait, wait. Let me just, because, like, I'm close know, to accessing, I'm, I'm close to unlocking a memory that was also important to the story. It yeah. was like, um, because then <laughs> he was like, suicide. Like recovering lost trauma, but this oh, no. is from Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I've because hypnotized him. <laughs> I forgot to say what kind of balls. And that's when he started getting really aggressive. So before, yeah, I before remember that. the sides, before the sides battle was fought, he was like, I was like, I guess I'll have pesto. And then I started looking at the sides because I, I was going to say the sides. He's like, he's like, what kind of meat? But do you remember? No, no, no. no you, he's you like, know. what kind of meat? But Pat, do you remember what? I said I stepped in, and so we're gonna need a third actor. If we, could, if we could hire an actor. We could use our budget. We, we use Patreon money to hire a third actor. The actor who's gonna Ma- play Ma- me. Meg is, she goes, Meg is playing Switch. Meg is. Meg, if you wanna play so me, Meg's gonna Meg needs to the lines for um me, Catherine, and uh, oh yeah, she's our swing. <laughs> our swing. Oh yeah, so Switch is when you get fucked both ways, right? Yeah, okay, yeah and so, it's also first. Okay. So then I pop in and I say, oh, Pat, you actually have to choose what kind of ball. And then I, I actually pointed at your menu, which I thought you were kind of annoyed by. <laughs> yeah. I said, I Pat, the there's ball. different kinds of balls. And I was like, I know, I know. But then he <laughs> he pounced on that opportunity to, to make me feel dumb. Yeah, I agree. I was like, I, but but here's where you understand. This is where you're going to, is going to inform my character's yeah. choice of when I had to make, when I had to make the impossible decision to be aggressive and say I understand that is because I was I understand that I was looking at the sides and then you and him teamed up against me <laughs> to be like you have to choose a meat and I was yeah. like okay I okay chicken chicken and then mm-hmm. before now I've already been trying to say the sides then you made me say the meat and then he's and then he has the nerve to be like and actually what makes it a bowl right it's just actually what makes it a bowl is that you pick two sides. It's like what makes it a bowl is that it comes in a bowl, hun. Yeah. The sides don't make it. Sides actually are part of a bigger a bigger culture than just make it a bowl at meatball shop. Like think the sides meatball. don't make something a make it a bowl. Just think about meatball shop. Is that it's like you would think it'd be easier there to just get like spaghetti and meatballs, and they make it. No, it's like there's like talk about the dish. It's like kitchen <laughs> chaos. It's like yeah. there's one that's just called like chef's big day out, and it's like what is this? Like make it a bowl, plate it up, twist it. Turn it and dunk it in a dunkaroo. It's like meatballs, but there's pasta inside. Yeah. It's like bread with stuff. <laughs> That's my impression of meatball shop. Okay, so wait, uh, let's do the play one more time. Okay. Okay, so sort of someone play the overture. Okay, the overture so would be I get a Diet Coke. Wait, did it have it? But Diet Coke wait, can yet? I tell you about Diet Coke? Okay. I went upstate. Can I went upstate? I went upstate with my college acapella group. And I was driving. And someone in the backseat of my car says, The reason why Diet Coke is bad is not because there's sugar in it. There's not sugar in it. I know. But it tricks your body into thinking there's sugar and it causes your body to act like it has diabetes. I'm fine with that. Does that okay. mean, well, what does that mean? That you gain weight. Oh, that from having diet. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I'm actually not okay with that. <laughs> As I someone s- who texted you this morning, remind me never to eat food again. Yeah. Because last night when I was, um, even though I have been impressive about eating from home, last night I was like, well, all I have at home was, and this is what I made last night for a snack after my show. I just want to, I want to be open about this. Yeah. I had. The Trader Joe's snowflake noodles that I had bought to put into a soup in January that I was going to make for someone who broke up with me that night. I made those noodles and I actually chose for a sauce, what we're calling a sauce. It was a can of white beans, an old shallot from January. This is literally chef's big day out. And water. (laughs) And I I sort of whisked that together with butter. And I sort of actually chose to 
have upwards of four bites of that, <laughs> and then it's the kind of it's the kind of food that you know that like I'm gonna throw it out tomorrow without eating. Oh, it. totally. Right, Anyways, so should we do the play? We'll do the play now. Okay, <laughs> chefs. This is called Chefs Big Day. Chefs Big Day. A play in three chapters. Hey, uh, so I think I'm gonna do make it a bowl. Um, and yeah. so you pick a sauce, right? Can you do you just pick one, or do you have to pick two? Well, you, you can you pick two. You can't mix both sauces in the bowl. We don't do that here. But we can give you an extra sauce on the side. Absolutely, my man. <laughs> Does that would right, would that cost money to do that? Yeah, but it's like a dollar. <laughs> Who doesn't have a dollar? I can't afford that right now, but thanks for um, you know, maybe one day I'll come back and I'll have a sauce on the side. Anyways, um, then there was what I'll call a pregnant pause. A pregnant pause. Well, and I'm, then as, and during the pregnant pause, I'm looking at the sides. Say directions are pet looks at the sides during and pregnant pause. And then who comes in but me? Pat, you actually have to pick. It's my impression of me. Pat, you have to pick the kind of meatball you want. Oh yeah, totally. Oh my god. <laughs> and actually, what makes it a bowl? <laughs> Is that you're going to want to pick two sides for that to go on top of. Yeah, I understand that. I'll have... No, first I got the... Um, chicken. No, no, I got the chicken, but then my sides... I know. Then this is actually another twist! You said, you said, you said, I want broccoli and quinoa. I said, yeah, I said broccoli and quinoa. And then I ordered my meal, which was um, spicy meatballs, rigatoni, and kale. And then Pat goes, oh, actually, 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 can I get... Yeah, I didn't say it like mm-hmm. that. I was like, you know what, actually... um. Mm-hmm. I actually, instead of <laughs> kale, I know I said instead of broccoli, I'll just have the kale. Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay. And then he was like, and then, oh, for the quinoa. Oh, and then this? He was like, oh, yeah. He was like, then he comes in with this. He comes in with this. I'll do my impression of him. He goes, and actually, just so you know, the quinoa is served cold, if that's okay with you. Like, yeah, that sounds fine. I trust you guys as a certain if you think that would be a good Which obviously isn't a good thing. Yeah, well, then the whole meal, because I got yeah. the pesto sauce, the whole meal ended up giving me kind of something. But then later in the meal, in the sequel to the play, yeah. the guy actually came back. And, this, and then he was gay. And this time he was gay. Then he came back and then he was like gay and best friend. He was like one of the gayest people I ever met his second time. The first, first time, time he was straight. The first time he was literally like a straight, like. Um, so it's, for those who don't understand, first time he's someone maybe I would want to be with. Second time he was someone Pat would want to be with. Yeah, but I wasn't, I was like. I wasn't attracted. I was like at this point, like. I know, we've been through so much. Whatever there could have been between us, like you ruined. I wonder if he felt bad. The whole time I'm wearing nail polish. So I it's know. like I'm kind of virtue signaling as like, yeah. I felt uncomfortable as soon as you said I understand that. I had no choice but to say that. I know, but I wanted to be clear. For someone to, ass- to, to, for someone assume to that a- you don't know what makes it a bowl. For, so- <laughs> <laughs> for someone to aggressively explain yeah. to you. Uh, but we can't. When we, when we hold auditions for the role of waiter, we have to make sure the person really understands that this character is aggressive. This line is so important. Just so you know what makes it a bowl is that it comes with two sides. Like I, I, I'm not a good enough actor to convey the amount of aggression there was in that line. And so at This that is point, the most non-story that <laughs> you ever be turned into a play. At that point, my character has no choice. But my, my, At that point, my character has to make the choice to say... When college classes study that. this play, they'll say, you know, what was what was pulling him? It's like, you'll have Arthur Miller, and then they'll have us. <laughs> and then, like, the, the professor will be like, oh, that's the bell. Uh, for homework, read chapters 17 through 24 of the meatball play. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was called um, Chef's Big Day Out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then it, the thing is, it didn't stop us from having an amazing day. And my favorite part of the whole day was after the meal. Pat and I are walking in the sunshine of the Lower East Side, which oh, is yes. a weird place to be during the day. It should be more uptown, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, totally. So we're rarely on the Lower East Side, but we were doing this video where they wanted it to seem cool, so we were at a bar on the Lower East Side. Okay. So Pat was like, I really want something sweet. And he goes, oh, my God. And I go, what? <laughs> you? And he goes, 
I want to take you to a CVS and show you the Reese's Outrageous Pieces bar. Yeah, because Reese's came out with this new bar. Yeah. I can't stress enough. Mm-hmm. I am not a Reese's queen. I'm not at all. At all. At all. At all. Mm. At all. And Reese's Pieces, even worse. And Reese's Pieces are pathetic. When they come in the carrot, grow up. There's not even chocolate involved. Grow up. Grow the fuck up. You know, I hate Reese's Pieces so much that even when I was in second grade and we had, um, I think we used to sell wrapping paper. And yeah. if, you used to, if you sold a certain amount, you got this golden band with a number on it. My golden band number <laughs> was 1666. At the end of the day, Mrs. Marcone would come on the loudspeaker and she would announce a number. And if you, if it was your number, the whole school, 500 kids, everyone had a golden band who sold enough wrapping paper. If your number got called, mm-hmm. you would go down to Mrs. Marcone's office and you'd get a bag of Reese's Pieces. Oh. And I, um, Twice one, which is like wow. truly like unprecedented. Don't no. it always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's gone. It never had someone run twice, and yeah. to this day, one six 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 is my lucky number. And it um, is satanic. I know, but one in front of it. Yeah, it makes it godly. Yeah, <laughs> one's like a skinny angel. Like, but even when I was given those bags of Reese's pieces, I give away. I said uh, it was fun to win. I when a child play. gives away candy, you know it's a bad candy. I know. Anyways, but they came up with these these bars, these Reese's Outrageous Pieces bars. Mm-hmm. Now, they're kind of hard to find, and they're so good. Yeah. But Catherine didn't love it so much. Here's the thing about me. I don't care for caramel. You have to. But I, want, I really wanted to show it to Catherine. And what I said was, they're doing, and he, but he really showed yeah. it to me in a way that was really beautiful. And then I said, I just want to show you. Yeah. And I pulled him aside and said, they're doing really incredible things in the Oreo space. <laughs> yeah. They're doing some really cool work with kind of condensing the Oreo, turning it into a bar. Yeah. When something's a bar, it's like, yeah, this is cool. For someone who said she didn't want to eat today, I'm really talking a lot about food on this um, segment of the episode. That's okay. What else have we not talked about? Like, what's up with boys? I mean, I'm in my thing. I'm trying not to talk about my thing too much. Oh, interesting. Only because you're actually happy. I'm actually happy and I don't want to, like... For the first time in life, I would love to kind of not ruin something. So I'm going to try to take a step back and oh, see what that might look like. Interesting. Yeah, I think. I'm going to visit my British lover in May. Yeah, it's fun. Have we talked about this? Yeah, and I also want to put a call out because people keep telling me to go places where Catherine's going to perform. Yeah. And I'm like, I would love to do that. But people need to understand this. Catherine's being actually given, you know, what, what, what some might call money to go right. to these places. Not and always. So, not always. And not always, but often. And so I'm actually kind of, I would love to do that too. It, it, too, but then I would also need to be given money by these spaces. Will you get matching tattoos with me? Of what? Whatever you want. Well, sometimes I want to... Oh, we're being told to wrap it up, wait, which wait, is wait, interesting, wait. right? Okay. Kind of like sometimes I want to get a, a tattoo that just says Kim, Nini, and Trey. Okay. Yeah, I'm not getting that. Let's, oh, yeah, we've already had this exact conversation. Oh, okay, I'm boring myself to death. Okay. I'm so excited for our guest, though, because she is a the queen. funniest woman. Please. Person. Person. I don't want to reveal too much. Ah! Put your, your ears, ears open, open for Michelle, Michelle Collins. Collins. Forever.